0: Hello, real estate world. Welcome to the Nova Show, Real Estate Records. This is Nuria Rivera, owner of Novation Title. I wanted to create the space for you guys to be able to share success stories, but not only success stories, I also wanted you guys to be able to share raw stories, everything that you have learned from the failures, the lessons, the wins. This is a space for our community to come together so that we can help each other rise to the next level. This is a space to be vulnerable and this is a space for us to all be able to support each other in this real estate world. Please enjoy this episode.
1: Hello and welcome to the Nova Show Real Estate Records. I am your host Tristan Hammett and today we have a true real estate luminary joining us, Utah realtor James Roth. With an impressive record of over 30 closed transactions just this year, and a four-time consecutive presence in the top 500 agents, James Roth is a true master of his craft. Not only that, but he's also the host of the American Dream TV, providing invaluable insights into the world of real estate. Get ready to dive deep into the world of real estate excellence as we learn from one of the best in the business, James Roth. Hello, James,
2: and welcome Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Yes, of course. I'm so glad to be here with you. Um, I've actually never met James in person. I've watched him speak before on a panel, though. Oh. So that's why I invited him on here, because he, he's he got quite the track record in the short amount of time that he's been in this industry.
2: Yeah, um, I have been very fortunate.
1: Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? and how you got into real estate.
2: Okay perfect. Well I'm one of those uh, transplants from California Um, but not as of just the last couple years. I moved to Utah as an eight-year-old kid. Okay. So I've Utah's home. Okay. And grew up in a small southern Utah town and then moved up here you know for high school and that's kind of my story. Okay. Um, Before I got into real estate, um, I had a couple different businesses. And the last one uh, we sold, and I needed something else to do. So I loved real estate. I loved investing. And I thought that this would be a great environment for me and turned into a career path, I guess you could say.
1: Okay. So you were investing. Previously? Yes. Before you were a licensed agent? That's correct. Okay. And how long were you investing?
2: Uh, just a few years. A few years? Yeah.
1: Okay. And you got licensed only four years ago? That's correct. And you have made top 500 agent four times? Yes. That is remarkable. Thank you. And what, how, like, how do you get there? How do you get to be a new agent and then four years in a row? Become a top 500 agent?
2: So, Tristan, that's a great question. And I actually tried to figure it out myself. Actually, <laughs> you know, after going to some classes, you know, as a new agent, you know, all new agents are trying to, or even all new careers, you're trying to figure out what's my path to success. Okay. You know, whether that's promotion, commissions, you know, whatever it is. And um, as I started, I was like, well, I think I know a lot of people I'll, i I should be able to do good. And, um, I, I think it somewhat turned out that way. Um, I worked my SOI and that's pretty much what led to, to where I am at now. You know, I'm not the number one real estate agent in Utah, but I'm not the lowest real estate agent. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So, um, I think I'm, you know, somewhat, you know, between middle and and three fourths of the pack, you know, and um, I, I think that what has led me to being successful in my mind and somewhat other people's minds I are <laughs> is uh, just taking care of people. Okay, you know, um, letting people know that you care and really showing that you care, because there's a lot of people out there that you know are saying, "Hey, I'm happy to." help you out with this. And then they don't show up or, um, you can say, yeah, I'll do that all day long. And then you just don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've run a foundation, um, here in Utah, which actually supports police officers okay. for 18 years. Wow. And I give back a lot to that. A lot of my time and efforts gone to that over the years. Um, I actually do a really big, uh, secret Santa, um, each year. This is actually our 10th annual Secret Santa. Okay. And so anybody that wants to help out with that, we're we're actually up to seven families this year. And I just got a call for another one this morning. And so we're always trying to help out the community. Uh, My neighbors, they all know that I'm willing to help out with them on, you know, anything that they ask for as long as I can do it and I have the time for it. So I think people see that I'm a real person. And I'm not just hiding behind text messages or emails or whatever. I'm there to help out.
1: And you've been giving back to your community before you even got into real estate, which is very cool.
2: Yeah. Because I feel yep. like a,
1: a lot of this is a stepping stone for people to get into building and helping out communities. But you're you've already been doing this a long time right. before real estate. Yep. Why yep. is that important to you to help out the community?
2: Well, um, as real estate agents, we are paid well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on on what we do, and 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 sometimes people look at it that we're paid too well but people don't realize what we kind of go through. You know, a lot of people don't understand the the errands that we're running, the calls that we're taking at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, putting out fires, be, becoming therapists, you know, <laughs> yeah. hey, we don't go to school for all the stuff that we actually do. But if, if people really understood what we do, um, I think we still get paid all right. Um, but um, you got to give back to the community, and um, I, I, I'm a true believer that if you put good vibes out, um, those will come back to you and, and take care of you and your family.
1: Absolutely, and this actually is a common trend that I have found is contribution. Yeah, um, whether it's in your outside community, like like you've been helping police officers for over 18 years, and the the Secret Santa for over 10, um, but it's also can be contribution within our industry and maybe helping other agents like you coming on this podcast, you know, and contributing in those ways as well. One of the key factors is contributing to um, just like anyone contribution, what you give, you get back. Right. So, um, and,
2: and it even goes back to my clients. You know, I I tell my clients that um, they're not just a client, they're a friend. After that, so mm-hmm. I, I tell them they can reach out to me for anything. Um, as I'm, as people are interviewing us, you know, to what to be a buyer's agent or a listing agent, I just I, I tell them that I say, look, I'm not just here for the money. I'm here for a friendship. So if you guys want to be a friend as well. I can continue a friendship with you forever. I don't need to just make money off of you. And even if we don't do this deal, I can still be your friend. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So you can never have too many friends. No,
1: making yep. connections. Right. And authentic connections. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And so what's one of the ways that you stay in contact with your your SOI, your past clients, things like that? So I'm I'm assuming I heard you say SOI earlier. So and I'm assuming you don't pay for leads. Right. No. Okay. So don't pay for leads. You work your SOI and you make deep connections with them. What are some of the ways that you do that?
2: Um, well, social media helps a ton with that. You know, as you're scrolling through social media, you can see when somebody has a baby or a birthday or an addition to their family, like a dog, or 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 they go through hardships. You know, a lot of people on social media, uh, social media don't like to put their hardships, but the ones that do, I reach out to them. In fact, right just a minute ago, um, one of the people that are helping with the secret Santa, um, they just told me that they can't help shop for it. They're just going to donate some money because their dad just... Had a heart attack, oh. and so showing that I care in that situation, you know, because it's hard for everybody to go through things like that, especially through through the holidays and stuff, and 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 just making sure people know that you care, you know, um, you don't you don't need to be uh, making money off of somebody to be a good person, yeah. right? And you never know what's around the corner, so that that person could be your boss at some point, you know that you just never know. So just being a good person in general is usually a good uh, token in life.
1: Right. Okay. And so what are the top three things that you think have contributed to your growth? Maybe, and maybe it was before real estate, but like, what are the top three things?
2: Um, I think a good mentor okay. was huge. Um, I I have to give a shout out to uh, Troy Hodel. Um, he, he was a big inspiration. Um, he, he I, there was a lot of things that he would call his secret sauce and a lot of it was making sure that people knew that you care about them and reached out to them and make sure that um you do it on a regular basis, you know. It's not like, hey, happy birthday and then bam, you're gone for mm-hmm. a year. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's continue following up. Um and jeez, I'm trying to think I I I do, you know, uh I yearly um or quarterly i try to reach out you know and get people together as in groups okay. you know from my cl- past clients you know appreciation days or whatever um and and let those guys know that hey it's not about me making money now this is on you you know yeah. i'm happy to do a theater uh, rent out a theater and show a movie or whatever you know and just give back to my clients that way as well because that usually comes around to you um and and basically those are the things that I do.
1: Okay. And do you is a lot of your business referrals too?
2: Well, it, it it's starting to become more referrals. It, okay. it, it's interesting because the first year, year and a half that I was in the business, I'm like, oh man, where are these people going to come from? You know. And after about a year and a half, I started getting people saying, hey you sold us our house, we're ready to either upgrade, downgrade, something's changed in our life. Cause usually it's, they're not upgrading or downgrading in a year and a half, but something's changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times it's divorce Okay. and, um, you know, I'll get a, and because I did a good job and kept in touch with them. They're using me now on a downfall in their life. You know what I mean? Going through a divorce, they could have reached out to the other 20,000 agents, but they knew that I did a good job and followed up with them and I was nice and they considered me as a friend and, and stuff like that. So, um, and then, you know, now it it just seems like the snowball, uh, effect as it just rolls down the hill. Now, the longer you've been in the business, you start getting referrals from the people that you helped out. Right. And then you get referrals from people that you've never helped out. They just know that you're a good person or you've done a good job or they see your success or whatever.
1: And then they want to refer right. you. Yep. I love that. Okay, so I want to talk about, you have a very beautiful website. Oh. <laughs> like, I know that's kind of weird to say, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of websites. Okay. I, I stock agents for a living yep. and <laughs> I've seen a lot of websites that don't have their face on there they don't have about them on there. It might just have some MLS. Yeah. Um like look at these houses. Right. Um your website is actually very beautiful and like captivating. Oh, like I want to be on your page and be like, "Oh my gosh, like what <laughs> is on here? It's it's gorgeous." Yeah. And also, I notice on there that it has your your brokerage along with luxury. Okay. So is that a niche that you go into? Like that you go a little bit deeper into, I mean, obviously you'll help out anyone, but I've noticed also on your social media, it's also very beautiful. And you do, um, you also have a lot of, um, tours of luxury homes. Sure. So can you tell us about this niche of luxury?
2: Well, I have a love for beautiful houses. So, um, there's nothing better than going in and viewing, luxury homes. Okay. Right? I love luxury cars as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but um I I love going in and seeing kind of what is in right now. You know, Parade of Homes. I love going and seeing the Parade of Homes because I love seeing what's around the corner, what the trends are coming yes. and stuff like that. So, yeah. And so I, I think to be somewhat successful, you've got to have something that people like. And I didn't even know that you looked at the website, you know. But I try to set myself apart from other agents when people are looking you up and saying, Okay, this person either has their stuff together or they don't. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of websites where you go and you just you, you log on and it's just a couple houses, you know, and it says, you know, if you want to look at it. Look and their at logo. It. Right. Yeah. So I've actually spent a lot of money on my website getting it I to tell. look the way it is.
1: Yeah, I can tell. It yeah. is gorgeous. It's Thank captivating. You. And if you want to see what a website that's captivating looks like, I suggest going to look at James. I don't know the exact web address, but I just Googled you and yeah. it comes up.
2: It's just uh, www.onthemarket.com Okay. Onthemarketutah.com. Sorry.
1: Okay. So go take a look at it because it is a beautiful website with tons of information and... Yeah. I'm just very impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I do have to say that. And then your social media. So let's talk about that. How do you stay on top of creating content and filming and organizing all of this because you do a great job.
2: I'm just always busy. Always busy. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's probably the thing that gets me in trouble the most is that I'm always on my phone, always running here and there, you know. And, like, today I had, like, 15 different things, barely – I have 15 minutes in between. And it's just – you got to, you got to survive. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially in this market right now, this is what's going to separate the, the, the good people from the not so good people. And there'll be people leaving, you know, the field, uh, if the market doesn't get better than it is right now. And, uh, I won't be because I am doing the things I need to do to be successful.
1: You're consistent.
2: Yep. Yes. Exactly.
1: Yes. I've learned that consistency is the key. That's true. I'm not going to make one post and it's, right. Gonna bring you all the things. It's the consistency of constantly posting and being in front of people. Do you feel like you've gained a business from your social media? Like, have you gotten direct leads from social media? First question. Yes. Yes. I have. Okay. Mm -hmm. And secondly, like, do you feel like it's a big part of staying in front of
2: your clients? 100%. Okay. Um, what do people do when they go home and they have free time? They're on their phone. Mm-hmm. And it's on one of the platforms. Mm-hmm. And right now it's Facebook, uh, Instagram, or TikTok. Okay. And so if you want to be in front of them and you're not happy, I mean, it's, it's so much easier to be in front of people on making a post and then they can click on it than sending a text. To every single person you know, I'm not saying don't do that also, right. but you can get in front of everybody every day by making the posts, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's proven that you have to be on social media and, unless you've been in the business a long time and just have the referrals coming back to you.
1: Right. Yeah. But I just think it's so important. I was I was told an agent the other day, he was like, I'm not on Facebook, I'm not on Instagram. And I'm like, and he's like a younger guy. And I'm like, why not? Like it's free. Right. And if anything, if you're not getting leads through your DMs, which I know a lot of agents actually do, yeah. um, but if you're not on there for that, you need to be on there to stay on top and in front of and be included in what your, your family and your friends are doing.
2: Right. And seeing I think, those changes. I think nowadays, pretty much everybody will search. I mean, buying a house is one of the biggest things that you'll do in your life. Right. Right. It's, it's usually the biggest, biggest purchase you make in your life and then the next house and then the next house or whatever. So when you're dealing uh, with the biggest purchase you're going to do in your life, that's going to get you in the most debt you'll ever be in, in your life for the most part, other than buying a business or whatever. Normally people will look up somebody just to make sure like you did, Mm -hmm. you're not even buying a house from me and you looked up my website, you know, and my social media and stuff like that. You want to know who you're working with. Right. And Being able to look at social media or YouTube or whatever it is um, to find out about the person, you want to know their personality.
1: Yes, absolutely. Some some
2: people want to work with a cut and dry person and some people want to work with somebody that always has a smile. And, you know, you just know what you're getting into instead of going, signing an agreement with somebody and then going and finding out that they're just blah. Yeah. You know, they may know what their stuff, you know, they may know their stuff, but, you know, I get a lot of people off my personality, you know, I'm kind of a firecracker, you know, um, and um, I, but one thing that some people don't like about me is I'm a straight shooter, I tell you how it's going to be. But the difference between that and somebody that sugarcoats things is usually it backfires down the road, right. and then you have to fix that problem. I'd rather have the problem right now, and then they're like, whoa, you're too strong right now. Well, I'm letting you know how it's going to be in the future, so we don't have to have that conversation. You know what right. I mean? Right. When your so, like,
1: expectations are up yes. here, and in yep. reality, it, they should be down exactly. here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. And when, what are some of... um. What are your goals and dreams? Is it real estate related? Is it completely different?
2: That's a good question. Uh, I love what I do, but I am only into it four years. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that I'll always have a passion for real estate. Um, Now, you know, building a team you know, one thing I didn't want to do because I had a company that uh, I was o- we owned that I had seventy two employees. Wow! So when I stopped doing that, I didn't want to manage people, and so I'm just like I'm just going to be a solo agent, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking team, you know. But then you're you, you know, there's goods and bads that come with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, just uh, you know, investing. Okay. Investing in real estate. That's one of the best things about being a real estate agent is being able to invest and find properties that people don't know about. Right. You know, and then helping out other investors or, or friends or family or whatever, or other clients that don't know about those properties before they hit the market and stuff. You know, that's the advantage we have.
1: Yeah. What kind of conversations are you having with your buyers right now?
2: Uh, times are going to be better in the near future. Um In fact, the rates have come down the last couple of weeks, which is awesome because it's interesting because the interest rates aren't the highest they've ever been, Mm -hmm. but they are the highest that they've been in a lot of people's lives, Mm -hmm. you know, or at least buying times, you know, yes. So um, I, I, I just tell them, you know, there's goods about buying now and there's goods about waiting so it, depending on your situation, what you're dealing with, now's a good time or wait in the near future, you know, yeah. we we obviously don't want to get somebody in a situation that doesn't make sense.
1: Right.
2: Right. I'm not in it for the quick dollar. It's not like, hey, you should buy this house right now, you know, yeah. uh, and, and I just make the money and I'm out of here. You know, I care about them. And I, like I said, want to have them as a future client and a future friend. So I'm looking after their best interest. Yeah.
1: Okay. Very good. Um, let's talk about American Dream TV. Okay. How did you get approached for that?
2: Um, You know, that's interesting because I had somebody tell me about it and uh, hooked me up with somebody uh, that was on the show. They were looking for just one person here in the Salt Lake area. And I was up against 44 other people for the position. Okay. And I thought, okay, there's no way I'm going to get it. At the time, I was only three years uh, into real estate. Why would they want that person, you know? And um, what they said that they loved was my accomplishments, you know, and my social media. And um, they wanted to move forward with me. And so it, it's, it's been awesome.
1: Yeah. Very cool. So what has been your favorite part about being on the TV show?
2: Well, um, it, it, it was me doing something that I didn't think that I would ever do. Uh, I mean, I've been on TV here and there for different things, but on national TV for an Emmy nominated TV show, um, that, you know, that's a pretty big deal, you know? And, um, and being able to interview different people that I normally wouldn't um I just got done uh a, well it's been a couple months now I did a, a interview with Kyle Whittingham. and I went up and we toured you know the field and uh and the players uh the their different uh buildings that they have up there and it was really good. Now, I've known him for years, but we never got together and just talked like we did, you mm-hmm. know. And it was just really fun. He's such a good guy. And to, you know, to spend a couple hours with him was was fun.
1: That is so cool. So,
2: yeah. It, it, and and then, you know, obviously doing, um, you know, luxury homes. I've, I've filmed a couple $5, 6000000 million homes, you know. And it, it it's just fun. It's the, I, I love what I do, and I love putting out what I do so people that don't do it on a regular basis they get to see and kind of kind of see the behind the scenes yeah. and uh, and take them on a ride of what I do as for a living
1: yeah it's so it's so cool and, yeah. and it's so great that I'm just like inspired by you because oh. I've, I mean there's a reason why you've been asked to be on American Dream TV to speak on panels to be on like there's something about like you being a new agent and making top 500 there are agents that i know that being a top 500 agent has been on their goal every year and have yet to make it you know so to see somebody like new come in and there's something you're doing right obviously you're a great human and you you attract good people you know i'm sure that all the people that you work with i'm sure you really have loved working with, you know? Yeah, I have. yeah and, I, and
2: I've made some good friends. It's, it's you know, th- this is what I tell people because people ask me all the time, do you like being a, a real estate agent? And I say, you know what I do? Because if, if I don't, which a majority of the time or 99% of the time, I like working with the people I work with. But the good thing is, is it's not a nine to five desk job where I look at the same thing, work with the same people every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with people for usually a month or two, you know, sometimes longer. And, if they don't like me and I don't like them, then we can part ways and I've still got my job Right. where if I work nine to five in a cubicle, I I, I don't like the person to the right or to the left of me. We're still stuck working together. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the same scene every day. I don't know what's behind door number one. And there's been some crazy things that I've seen <laughs> Um, when you when you open the door, it's like, oh, this is so cool. Totally not what I expected or open the door and it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe this house mass. is on the market to yeah. sell, you know? Yeah but it is what it is.
1: Okay, very cool. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing tips. Is there anything, any advice that you'd give to either new agents out there or to your new agent self that you would love to share?
2: I, you know, one thing that I was taught in real estate school is they said, make sure that you make friends with all other agents out there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no way, not a chance. You know what I mean? I don't want them to know my, my tips and tricks and all that stuff. You know, I wish I would have done it earlier and I wish I would have listened to them. And, and that's what I've told other, um, newer agents is you want to make friends with them. You're going to be working with them, you know. Um, Now, there's a lot of agents, and it might take you 10 years to work with somebody. But you do something good for another agent, they're going to remember that at some point. Absolutely. And it has totally helped having friends on the other side. Um, And you, you want them in your side, and you also want to do a good job for them. So when they go to their clients, the buyers or the sellers or whatever, and says, hey, I've done a deal with this person and I can trust him. I know he does a good job, you know, and stuff like that. It goes a, a, He's a long way. a stellar agent. Right. Especially when you're in multiple offer situations.
1: Yeah. I agree with this actually yeah. so much. All the networking groups and communities that we have within our real estate industry, yeah. there is so much out there. And Yesterday I was having a conversation and she's like, oh, I just, I really haven't been doing that much with this. She's like, I just don't see the benefit. It's not bringing business immediately into my, my, I'm not making money right. from networking with other agents. Yep. And I'm like, I, I can see that point, but I also see it as, is if you have a great relationship with this person on the other side of your transaction, it can make all the difference. Like, right. Hey, I know James, he's amazing. Yep. He's amazing to work with. Um, not saying you have to go with this one, but I, I have a working relationship sure. with him.
2: You know? And if you don't know the other person, then you don't know how it's going right. to go. At least, you know, on the other side, you know, and um, for you bringing that up, the thing is, is when we were in multiple offer situation a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and if the rates go back down now, uh, we're going to be in that same situation that is making you money that normally that other agent doesn't make you money, but if you have a good relationship with them and your offer gets accepted over somebody else's that just made you money. Right. Right. So it does make sense for you to have friends on the other side.
1: Right. Okay. I know, um, we just jumped around, but I don't, I don't want to end it right now. (laughs) Go back. Okay. We got a few more minutes. Um, I remember you speaking on the panel about that. You, um, you work from home, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. you don't go to an office, but you do have office, like a space, yep. right? That you work from home. That's correct. How important do you think it is? Like, do you have a routine where you're like, okay, every day from this time to this time, I'm, I'm following up with my SOI. Like what is your a tip? I know every day is different, but what does a typical day look like for you?
2: So that's very interesting because there's a lot of agents that follow a plan every single day mm-hmm. they say from from nine to eleven i'm just focusing on s o i reaching out to be i i don't do that,
0: okay. and
2: maybe i should um I, I I'm not the typical agent as in is if somebody calls me to do something or they need help with something i'll be there mm. so that doesn't allow me to have that set schedule um and and before that, family's first. So if my family has something, I'm going to go, go do it because I'm not going to get a second chance of that. Right. So if, if my daughter or son has a, has a play or whatever, I'm not going to, I schedule my showings around it and my clients, if you're listening, I'm sorry, (laughs) but um, you just don't get another chance to do that. And you never know when your last day is going to be here. Right. So um, unfortunately, and in, in what I do in, in my foundation is uh, we take care of families of officers that are severely injured or killed. Mm-hmm. You know, their job, they they have a better chance of losing their life, you know, right. um, because they're moving targets and everything like that and, and being out on the streets and stuff. Um, that has taught me a lot that it's not just them that can not be here the next day. They just have a higher chance of it. But you, you, like I told you about the heart attack, the guy with the heart attack yeah. um, earlier today, and then I just got a call for another family that they wanted me to help. Um, the dad was 38, and he just had a stroke. Oh. And I'm thinking, okay, crap, I'm over 38, and that could totally be me, and right. I could be gone. And what if I didn't go to my daughter's program or my son's baseball game the day before? So you need to do family first. Now, I think for
1: the uh, majority, people understand Right. Hopefully.
2: Sure. Yeah. Um. But they don't like to hear it. Right. When when we're helping clients, most of the time, if I said, "Hey, uh, I can't show you a, show you a home," and their timeline is on the on the table, you know what I mean? They they don't like to hear that. But then once they get settled into their house and everything, they they do understand it. It's when they're when they're focused on buying a house or selling a house, that comes first type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, it's, it's just trying to prioritize your day the most you can. And, um, I jump all over the place, but honestly, family comes first and then, you know, helping clients and stuff. And yeah, I just don't have an organized day.
1: Okay. Yeah. I understand. It's like kind of on the whim, you know, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, James. I appreciate you. And I look forward to watching your journey and your growth. And I appreciate everything you do for the community. And um, it's something that really like warms my heart and I'm sure others as well. So where can people follow you?
2: Um, The Real Salt Lake Agent on Instagram and then just James Roth, uh, you know, Realtor on Facebook and uh, YouTube is just The Real Salt Lake Agent. And yeah, on the market Utah is my website. And yeah,
1: go, go check him out, guys. He does a really amazing job his website, social media, everything. So thank you so
0: much. Well, thank
2: you for having me on the show.
0: All right, bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate us, like us, and share this podcast with our real estate community. The Nova Show Real Estate Record, sharing raw stories of real estate failures, lessons, wins, and successes. This is all from Novation Title, bringing a different experience into your world so that we can all uplift each other. Until next time.